0: Bush and Ritchie here with your Hometime Show podcast. As promised, if you dipped into the live show this evening, we promised you some uh, very top-end, exclusive Haggis Burns Night chat. We didn't mention it at all in the show that you're about to hear because we wanted to save this kind of bespoke, top-level, unlocked content just for you guys. So let's, let's find out then. How did we get on last night with our Haggises or Haggis Eye and Burns Night?
1: Uh, well i'll tell you one thing for certain i will not be limiting having haggis neeps and tatties for just one night of the year i loved it absolutely loved it what a great what a great winter's meal that is it's really nice to wash down with a
0: little scotch afterwards as well which is fantastic uh the only the only downer for me and this is something i want to improve on next time uh, I wasn't going to, I can't microwave it. You can't be microwaving on Burns night. Do you know what I mean? It's just no. not what Robbie Burns would have wanted. However, the alternative was, and I kid you not, 170 minutes cooking time. My one, I was eating at nearly
1: quarter to 10 in the evening. It was ridiculous. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what size haggis you were doing because mine from Tesco was 45 minutes on the hob. I don't know what's happened there. I think it was a bit too big. Genuinely, it was
0: the size of an American football. So um, I, I think I've learned there. Just get a smaller haggis, just a slightly smaller haggis.
1: Here's a question I'd like to fire you, and it was an argument that uh, my wife and I were having later in the evening. What would you say would be the correct word? Okay, this was, the, um, this was how it was used. Natalie belched, she's a lady, uh, and turned <laughs> to me and goes, oh, that was a little bit haggis-y. Now that's not really a word is it? I said surely you mean that's a little bit haggy. All right, if so if you if you're like if you're like regurgitating haggis 2 hours oh. later would you say it's a touch haggy or haggisy or haggity? What what would you say? I think haggy. I think sorry about that. that was a bit Thank you.
0: There's a little bit of haggy going on there as well. <laughs> An undercurrent of hagginess. Also Goff forgot to mention uh, the Cronocken, Kraken, Clacken, or whatever it was that Katie made. What an amazing thing that was, the dessert that goes with the Burns night haggis.
1: It looked fantastic. Uh um, this was uh, all the, the the cream and the strawberries all sort of folded in together. I have to say, and I whisper this quietly because I think we did we did some good bridge building with our Scottish friends yesterday after the oh, uh, the yes. Burger King incident. Um but that um Kralokas, or whatever it was Kraloka. called Yep. It looked very much like an eating mess. It was. It was eating mess with
0: just a bit of I don't know, scotch chucked on the top. And there's no, there's no wrong with that. Absolute Radio. The hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. To kick off tonight's show, I want to uh, talk a bit of science, if I possibly can. I want to talk about a scientific phenomena that I have termed pointless recall. Okay, Pointless recall is uh, the inexplicable and indelible burning into your mind of a song from an advert from years ago. So think about your schooling days, right? There's, for me, there's loads of bits of biology and stuff that I've forgotten. I, I did A-level biology. Can't remember literally anything about it. At one point in my life, knew the anatomy of a crab and all this kind of stuff. Can't remember any of that. But for some reason, three to four times a week, I sing Salon Selectives,
1: the music from the Salon Selectives advert. What is that all about? <laughs> I've never taken uh Disney's Pixar uh movie uh, Inside Out as uh, a scientific documentary. Uh but this very much reminds me of a, a of a scene in it where uh part of the brain just fired out a random memory for absolutely no reason whatsoever and and, and I feel like salon selectives and their jingle could be could be part <laughs> of this whole thing here. For me, Bush Gino Ginelli ice cream. Gino or oh. oh, Gino Ginelli. Ginelli. Oh, I love if that. I'm in this is it. an aisle of a supermarket, that comes to
0: mind. Well, this is it. For some reason, there's something happens in your head where you, these ads go into your brain and then they just stay there. They refuse to to move. They are like memory squatters.
1: I call it pointless recall. Cy si, the painter has texted, 812.15 to text. Uh, imagine him painting your spare room, uh, and then suddenly out of nowhere you hear the uh, the decorator going, birds like potato, waffles, waffles. they're waffly versatile. <laughs> I used to
0: love that advert. I could sing it right now for you. It's brilliant. Mark says, I also do the maybe it's Maybelline thing quite a bit. Maybe it's Maybelline. I don't even know what Maybelline is, but it's still stuck in my head.
1: Maybe it's Maybelline. Is it um? It's some kind of makeup. I'm sure, it's makeup. I think it's makeup. Is it? Is it? <laughs> uh, right, Shane. Uh, what can you pointlessly recall? The umbongo advert.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Shane mate, do you know the words to the umbongo advert? It'd be a lovely thing to hear on a Tuesday night, whilst people are settling down to have their tea. Uh,
1: okay, well, do we do it now,
0: yeah? Yeah, go on, Far go away, on. Shane. Way down deep in the middle of the Congo, a hippo took it over what a guava and a mango, he stuck it all together and danced to the hango The and said, I do know. We can't film bongo and bongo on bongo, they drink it in the Congo, the mama uh, sit the mobile so When When it comes in the jungle, they all prefer the sunny funny one they call a mongo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> fantastic work. That's amazing.
1: Wow with absolutely <laughs> no warning whatsoever. Shane, that is outrageous.
0: Well, I obviously did something during my uh, my teenage years. <laughs> Pointless recall. We love it.
1: Cheers, gentlemen. Enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, Stephen Thomas, thank you for your tweet. Uh, Although it's not a sincere thanks from me because uh, Stephen says, I feel like chicken tonight, like chicken tonight. And as an Arsenal fan, uh, thinking back to Ian Wright uh, at the end of his football career, going into singing... I feel like chicken tonight. It was crushing. This was our our record goal scorer at the time, and suddenly he's he's clucking his arms with ready-made chicken sauce, and it was it was not a sight I found edifying. Do you know what? Righty could do anything,
0: as far as I'm concerned. I think he's one of those people. He could do a chicken chicken sauce advert, and I'd be like, I'm fine with that, Righty, because he's Righty at the end of the day. Uh, Lee says, what about whoa body form, body form for you? Now, the body form advert, if there was an album made up of these songs... Body form was a banger, wasn't it? What a banger that was! Wow,
1: body form, <laughs> a body form for you, you, you. It was a great. I love adver- adverts. I'm s- certainly not having Righty doing that.
0: No, Righty, just draw the line on that, mate. Alright, just stay well away from that. And I love those adverts for lady lady products because it's always like, yeah, I can go skateboarding and do handstands and all that kind of things. Like. Crazy. Uh Brad Acton says, Oh, this is a cracker as well. This is a late night TV one. Imagine someone dancing, four or five different fellas dancing in different outfits.
1: Oh, eight, four, five, 50, 50, 50. Anyone remember that? Don't call it. Uh, hopefully the next person that's gonna to sing to us is Charlotte. Uh you've got something that you can remember.
0: It's a very old jingle, um, a Christmas advert for YTV's Christmas line. Which went on YTV's Christmas line non-leasable for rate one nine nine. Wow! So you, you can even remember a, a, like an old regional advert. What was oh, it yeah. for? What is YTV's Christmas line? What is that? I think it was um, like a a charity helpline during Christmas. I think up in the the
1: northeast. <laughs> So this is only specific to a certain area of the country and also only specific to a certain time of the year in that certain area. I don't know whether there could be a more niche phone number to remember a jingle of. It's
0: so annoying, isn't it? Really annoying.
1: It's weird, though, isn't it? Like of all the things that you will have witnessed
0: or seen or watched on telly, um, Charlotte, that for some reason has stayed in your head and it's probably going to be there now for the rest of time, isn't it, to be honest with you? It probably is. That's the beauty of a great jingle, I suppose, isn't it? it stays with you. That number stays with me ever. I needed it. I don't think it'll work now, but you know.
1: Well, I hope there's people trying it, and uh, suddenly <laughs> the uh, the Leeds Christmas appeal is getting some uh, donations in January that they weren't expecting. I Do you know the weird thing what is the weird yeah, thing is right. So is I I still know.
0: I can say in my mind. I still know the Childline number. Oh, eight hundred double one double one. So it does work. There's something about uh, appeals at Christmas and phone numbers with a catchy tune. Digit. The digits, yeah. Uh, this mm. text here from Jeff in Forest Hill says, guys, it was Elvis Costello's dad in the
1: Lemonade Advert. That's a fact he says. <laughs> There's a game of Russian roulette going on in our house uh, tonight when uh, Natalie and myself eat dinner. Uh, I've prepared some uh, enchiladas uh, for later, for dinner. Good old El Paso classic. Um, But uh, I am suffering this afternoon because while I was grating the cheese uh, to go on top of the enchiladas, Uh, The cheese grater got the old knuckles and uh, there's a a a shard of skin uh, that is uh, floating around in that dish tonight. So I don't know whether it's uh, Natalie or myself uh, that will enjoy uh, a little bit of uh, skin uh, with the tortillas and the chicken and that (laughs) salsery sauce uh, tonight. But it did make me think, I don't know about you, Bush, it's, it's... the cheese grater is one of those household items that, for me, should be on, like, a household most wanted list. It's always causing grief. I I, I treat it with a certain degree of trepidation, but it's, it's right up there for causing those run-of-the-mill household injuries. Do you know what they should put,
0: like, a, an Interpol-style mugshot uh, gallery of these bits in the house. So just so everyone knows who they are. Like, for example, say if uh, cheese grater stood there holding one of those uh, prisoner ID boards, sat or stood next to cheese grater's uh, door handle. Anyone else get their belt hoop sometimes <laughs> caught on a door handle? It's the most humiliating thing because it pulls you backwards. Yes. It almost yanks you back off stage, like in the vaudeville era or something like that. It's
1: ridiculous. But you're right. Even if you don't get hooked by door handle, he can... Or indeed, a lady door handle can can really give you quite a yeah quite a kicking in the uh, in in the waist as is. you go by there. It's a rogues gallery. This is quite becoming. It really is.
0: I tell you what, the 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 the, the little bruise that you get, particularly off you know your, your hip banging ones, like and again, the kitchen corner of kitchen cabinets like that, they're the kind of bruises that you would get in like a horror movie if you've got a, a slightly pinchy poltergeist. It's that kind of bruising. Do you know what I mean? Uh, do you know I cannot believe that I didn't mention this earlier on? This household item absolutely needs to have its mugshot on that lineup for Household Most Wanted. It is the Ikea Kids High Chair. Uh, if you if you've got a toddler, you'll no doubt have it in the house. It's a brilliant thing. And you, you it's the same one that you get when you go to restaurants, remember them, and stuff like that as well. It's wiped clean, it's brilliant. But its legs come out an inordinately long distance from where the kids sat i trip over this thing every flipping
1: evening and swear at it non-stop so it's got to go in there uh, already on it the cheese grater for me is taken another shard off my knuckles as i was making enchiladas earlier on today uh, louise says the cutlery drawer that's got to go on the household most wanted uh, when it jams into your guts if a fork is poking up did it to me this morning oh. came out of nowhere do you know
0: what, another thing that's annoying that the Cutley drawer does, I don't know if this
1: happens to anyone else listening to this right now, but
0: sometimes, inexplicably, like a fork will refuse to come out, so it will hold on, so you can't open the drawer up, and you end up having to crack it open like a safe, like a safe cracker. Do you know what I mean? To try and get the yes, drawer open. That's yes. a nightmare as well. They're all up to no good. Steve Jay says, uh, for me, it's the steps on my daughter's cabin bed. Happens at least twice a day. Keep whacking my foot on it. I'm contemplating removing it and replacing it with bungee straps to help her get up and down.
1: <laughs> uh, Chris, what is going on? The household most wanted.
0: It basically, it's happened this evening. Um, I've finished work, got my work boots off and got home. Blistered heels after walking up and down the track because I work on the railway and Caught my little toe on the corner of the sofa. Oh, that's a painful one. That's an absolute painful one. Now, what was your response to this? Was it to drop down onto the floor like Jürgen Klinsmann, or did you sit down onto the sofa and hold your foot?
1: How did you react?
0: Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Jumped onto the sofa, holding my foot, trying not to uh, curse in front of my little daughter.
1: Now, there's a certain irony in the fact that you've been walking all day in safety boots up and down railways, and the moment you take off protective footwear, the foot of the sofa gets you.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it jumped out. Okay, and you you would like to see a corner of sofa in a mugshot on this most wanted list that we're putting together of dangerous household things.
1: Most definitely well i'm quite happy bush to send the scenes of crimes people around and to get a photo of the sofa and and put it on there the number of times i've done similar with toes on a sofa and and said all sorts of words uh, for around about 25 seconds afterwards and you get the shout from the kitchen are you okay yes i'm fine it'll sort itself out i'm fine <laughs> lewis says the hairdryer plug should be on the most wanted i stepped on one and i heard someone laugh in the next room whilst i was in agony. Oh, that freaks you out! If, if someone actually laughs when you're when you're enjoying the
0: terrible pain of stepping on something like that, you go through the roof. Ian says uh, the thing for him that's got to be on the list is the hood of our kitchen extractor fan. My wife is only five foot, and it was installed when she lived on her own. Then it came. Uh, I came along five foot seven, and I'm banging my head against it all
1: the time. Even though I've been with my with my wife now for nearly ten years. I am five foot seven and there's barely anything I bang my head against. So that that really is a problem for him. I feel sorry. Um, And uh, then this nameless text, the corner of the bed on the shin. That is pure pain. I I reckon that shin pads weren't invented for football. It was actually for walking around bedrooms in the dark. Uh, We've got Alma on the line. Alma, you've got a couple of things that you would like to put on the list. What are they?
0: Yeah, um, the corners of kitchen cupboards, because they always seem to catch you right, uh, right on the head. And also um, hair straighteners. I don't know how many times I've burnt my ears on them, or I've gotten them on, and I've put my hands on them. They're lethal. Them things. I should come with a government warning. They are. They are absolutely deadly. And it's such a like a normal routine part of like the female day that sometimes you don't realise just how deadly those things are. They're like two thousand degrees on the surface of them, aren't they? They. They are. And I, I've burnt my hair so many times that to go and get it cut. It, they really sing your hair and everything. Yeah. Well, Boris has got good.
1: a lot on his plate right now, but I think we we should press for like a, a government warning on them. I, 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 the heat that kicks out of those things is is unspoken of. I find. I I had an ex who would only ever straighten their hair with no clothes on because if they had clothes on, they said it got them too hot. <laughs>
0: yes, it does that as well. I mean, when I straighten my hair, I have to do it in my um my undies because I I just feel so hot all over. I feel like we're... we're, This is dangerous, Grey, on this phone call. There's no two ways about it. We're we're getting into dangerous territory here, guys, Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So let's just all be adults, and let's just say (laughs) take care with your hair straighteners, Okay. Thank you very much. Bye-bye, Alma. (laughs) Bye. Bye. This time, yesterday on the show, you'd have heard the noise of a gauntlet being thrown down. Uh, thrown down by the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. They have challenged us in a kind of card wars uh, to try and create the best Valentine's Day card. It's all thanks to the lovely people at Thoughtful.com. Uh, they are going to create these cards, which we designed. Dave and his team working on their card right now. Uh, Richie and I, this is point zero, We're a blank canvas here to try and come up with a Valentine's Day card. Where do we even begin?
1: Yeah, I mean, like like Bush says, Gauntly got thrown down and, uh, yeah, we're we a right old pair of chumps, you know. Throw us a competition, we'll go for it. 24 yeah. hours on, <laughs> we're not much further than just having gone, yeah, 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 we'll do this, yeah, 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 we'll do a better card than you. Uh, and so, look, we're after some help from you guys. This is where most of our help comes from. In fact, it's where all of our help comes from. Um, what what could we have on the front of of a Valentine's card that says... You know, a nod to this home-time show, really. So it's it's got to still work as a Valentine's Day card, but if it pays homage a little bit to the stuff that we all care about as a little home-time community, that would be great. Well, for example, last night on the show, we had that fella phoning
0: in about uh, Burns Night, talking about the pizza that's got haggis on it, the haggis pizza. That'd be a lovely mm. thing. Send it with love. Could be a huge hit north of the border send it yes. around valentine's jobs are good
1: equally um we're in the midst of the big coat protocol right now where uh, home time decrees that you should be wearing your big coat and not a light jacket uh, maybe it could be uh, me getting home to bush and you removing my big coat in a in a loving way on the front of the card or something was it like seductive, seductive taking off and stuff? Is it? Or just like letting you get in the house? <laughs> Look, I've not seen you for a few weeks now, but trust point. me, I can take off a coat in a very saucy fashion.
0: Right, let's we, again, this might be, we're getting into dodgy <laughs> turf here. There's a couple of times now, I've been getting into dodgy turf. Just a couple of starters here, which is going off in the wrong direction. Steve says, please not Richie in the bath. Uh, of course, you bathe <laughs> facing down, Richie. I do. Want that as a card. Uh, and then Colin says, "Surely Bush's special pants need to feature." I'm not going into that here. He's talking about my tracky bottoms. They are tracky bottoms, and no, they're not going to be in the Valentine's card. Think Valentine's, folks. Come on.
1: Uh, the Z says, "I certainly wouldn't say Bush and Richie make very good cherubs." Right. Um, you know, you have got your your angelic. Uh, what what is the the name of that cherub? Oh, it's a famous Steve. one. Steve. No, he's not called Steve. You know, shoots arrows. What's his name? What's his name? Oh, Cupid. He's a cherub. Cupid, him. That's it. We'd, we'd, yeah, <laughs> we'd look good as cupids. Um, Lizette disagrees. She says, what about a serpent, Adam and Eve, and an apple with a bite taken out of it? Hey, that's not bad. We're getting towards the whole Valentine's thing a little bit.
0: There's a lot of nudity flying around. Just in these early stages, a lot of nudity. So let's just rein
1: it in a little bit and help us out here. Uh, Tom, you have an idea for us. What are we putting on the front of our card then?
0: Um, so I thought something like, roses are red, violets are blue, Bush and Ritchie will guide me home to you. Uh, with both your faces in like a cartoonized style, with a big heart shape around it. That's very nice, Tom. And in, in these, back in normal times when life was a bit more normal, did, did we guide you home when you were out and about? It sounds like you're out and about at the moment. I'm, I'm actually on my way to work at the minute, doing the night shift. Uh, apparently construction is still key work, so...
1: So you, you are telling wow. me that these these constructive hands that you have are the same person that came up with that wonderful prose?
0: <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Fantastic. And we always love, and it's been a long time since we've had this, but we always love a nice-sounding indicator on home hand That's a lovely <laughs> oh, indicator sorry. sound or hazard
1: warning. <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
0: sorry. <laughs> No, let's have a listen. I'm I'm gonna make... have a listen to it. I love it. It reminds me of the old days when people used to drive around. Go on. There you go. It's on again.
1: I'm going to have a guess. Is that a Ford Transit Connect?
0: It's not. It's actually. It is a Ford though. It's uh, Ford Focus.
1: Oh, oh, it's I not knew bad. It's a, it's not a bad. Ford. Guess. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You know your Fords. You. He does. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Tom. That's a great idea. No worries, I hope it wins you Neil Crozier uh, is a poet and he doesn't know it Uh, This is really good, I like this Roses are red, violets are blue Switch to absolute 80s and listen to Yazoo I think that's really good I could see that in card form done in sort of like, you know 80s neon font kind of thing I, I like that That's a good start. Now, it looks like some of you have remembered uh, the Hometime Show Christmas advert that we we devised with uh, Roy Pak Choi uh, starring in it. Uh, A fictional character that Bush created Andrew, uh, a Pak Choi. Who doesn't love Pak Choi? Well, he's back uh, for Valentine's. This text says, hey, fellas, you just have to go with Roy the Pak Choi dressed up in a tux holding a bunch of flowers or something Valentine's like. Or Jen Crisp says, what about two Pak Choy's? One's obviously Roy, the other one, his shy girlfriend, Rita Pak Choy." <laughs> Look, Bush, you're the one who's got to draw this. Um, do you reckon that there is a Mr Lover Lover Man in uh, Pak Choy? I think so. I like the idea of drawing uh, Roy and Rita together. That'd be
0: fantastic. That's Valentine's for you, isn't it? So that's the show in the bag uh, and hope you enjoyed your bespoke just for your ears only haggis chat at the beginning of this. And we want to treat and reward you podcast listeners because we love you guys. We really appreciate, really appreciate you guys taking the time to download and listen to the podcast. So if there's any other bespoke conversations for literally only the, uh, the podcast listener crowd that you would like Richie and I to get involved with, uh, just drop
1: us an email and we'll, we'll be
0: happy to oblige. Hometime at absolute
1: Please do that. I would imagine all we're going to get is people getting in touch and saying, please, can we have more haggis chat? But let's see what they come in with.
0: Let's see what happens. And we're more than willing to expand upon the haggis theme. You've been listening to the Hometime Show on Absolute Radio. When you go home, you've been listening to the Hometime Show. The, the last, last bit, bit of the bit of no guarantee. Soon, May, your tea will come. come. You, you can, can watch TV in your tracky bottoms. Track Until then, we'll play you songs, songs and maybe, maybe send you a tea towel. towel. The home time show is about the Essex Loop, the bird invasion, and I hate for Bing. The home time show, we speak of pundit shoes and a lass called Leona. Soon, May, your tea will come. You can watch TV in your tracky bottoms. Until then, we'll play you songs and maybe send you a tea towel.